So let me tell you about my really awesome sponsor called Gummy Cube. They've been sponsoring this show now for some time and they enable you to get feedback on every aspect of your iOS or Android app. And we know that is massively important if you've been listening to this show for any length of time. It's all about feedback, feedback, feedback. So they have this focus group service. What that means is that you can start split testing icons, screenshots, way much more. It really helps when you are in a pre-launch phase or even if your apps are already in the app store. So to learn more about Gummy Cube's focus group service, go to www.gummycube.com. That's www.gummycube.com. And thank you very much, Gummy Cube, for continuing to support the show. So I have a wonderful sponsor called App Press, and they will help you create an app for the App Store without knowing any code. Now, don't just take my word for it. Why not let me read you out some of the recent comments that were left in Product Hunt. Kelly McGrath just signed up, looking forward to playing around while I have some downtime. And Troy Sims says, love it. This will lead to great democratization of beautiful, interactive, creative content campaigns. So people are talking about App Press. Uh, you need to get over to www.app-press.com. Com. That's www.app-press.com. And thank you very much to AppPress for continuing to support this show. Hi, I'm Martin Lund. I'm one of the creators of the game Social Sniper, which is on Indiegogo. And you're listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp, and uh, this is the podcast that helps you as an app entrepreneur, an indie app developer, a st startup guy, whatever. If you're interested in the app world, this is the podcast series for you. What I do is I get some awesome guests from around the world. We talk to them about what they're doing in the world of apps and uh, their own entrepreneurial businesses, and then that really helps us, it inspires us, uh, and hopefully will inspire you listening to this. So let me introduce today, uh, I have a guest um, all the way from uh, New York, right in the heart of Manhattan, so where all the action is happening. Uh, he is the co-founder and CEO of uh, Notify Nearby. His name is uh, Nevin Jethalami Malani, and uh, he's here to talk to us about uh, the potential launch of his app. So Nevin, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Paul. Uh, Nevin, it'd be great to understand um, where you're at with your app. I know that you're in the process of creating a, a launch. Perhaps you can tell us about the app and, and where you're yeah, at. Yeah, absolutely. So we're about three to four weeks out of our launch. Um, we're creating a mobile application and platform using iBeacon technology for retailers to communicate with customers. What our platform allows retailers to do is send fully customized uh, information in the form of push notifications to the users of our app. And it's a fully opt-in app experience, so users can opt into seeing promotions about certain brands, certain retailers, and the retailers can send these notifications to the users based on their proximity within a store or around the store. And uh, just to kind of give you some inf background, some information on Beacon technology, the technology that's kind of powering our platform. Uh, beacons are Bluetooth devices, and they're about one to two inches tall. And you can place them within a retail store and around a retail store. And as a mobile application or mobile phone approaches these beacons, uh, it triggers a notification on 
our end, which allows the retailer to send information based on proximity to um, a certain garment in a store, for example, or the area around a store. So it's hyper-targeted, the promotions that these retailers are able to send. Yeah, Nevin, I was going to say, like, this is really exciting. And I, actually, you're, you're sparking a memory of me chatting. Uh, it was one of my earliest episodes, it, it, way back, uh, one of my first 20, I think. Yeah. We were talking about iBeacon, yep. uh, you know, like about a year and a half ago. Really, really excited about it. And when I think to all these episodes, your episode 313 now, it's kind of gone off the radar a little bit. We've not spoken too much about it since my earliest episode. Do you, do you feel like it, it lost some momentum when it was first announced, but now it's kind of making a lot more inroads in, in terms of, um, you know, just being ad- adopted? So iBeacons in the industry right now, especially in retail, are huge. There's about 30,000 beacons out there right now with being used in retail stores or in the retail environment. Um, and by 2019, it's predicted that there are about 4.5 million beacons that are going to be out in retail locations. So it's on a huge growth trend within the next few years, just because of the power of it, right? It's able to wake a phone up, whether the phone is, uh, whether the, whether the app is open or closed and whether the phone is locked or in your pocket. Right. Yeah. And, and so what you're saying to anybody who's listening to this, who is thinking of an app idea, or maybe even has an app that could potentially use this technology that they, they should be thinking about integrating it within their app. Yes, absolutely. It has, it requires an app on the user's phone to be used. You can't use the beacon without an app on the user's phone. Yeah, sure. Uh, so actually, uh, you know, let's take a step back because, uh, I'm a little bit rusty. I've not spoken about iBeacon for some time. Absolutely. Uh, the, the, the talk about like um, the process then of somebody uh, get, getting eventually one of these notifications. They need to have your app installed. Is that Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yes. So the way that beacons work is you place them throughout within a retail store or outside a retail store, so at the storefront area. Um, and it's a small Bluetooth device, and it wakes up the app, whether it wakes up the phone, whether the app is open or closed, and whether the phone is in your pocket locked or not. Right, and and you can communicate with any iBeacon. Uh, is is that right? You don't have to have approval for specific iBeacons. It's like any iBeacon. Uh, you do have to have approval. They have to be notified nearby iBeacons. You can't communicate with, say, for example, Macy's has their own iBeacons in their store. The Notify Nearby app will not be able to communicate with those iBeacons unless Macy's has authorized us to communicate with those. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, because I was thinking immediately yeah. of some kind of guerrilla marketing no, no, technique no. where um, <laughs> you, know, you could sabotage, you know, just give notifications. Uh, okay, yeah. so then um, the iBeacons that are installed in these retail apartments, yeah. uh, retail stores, are giving approval to certain apps through, I'm guessing, like an API or something? An SDK, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. so we own the beacons that we have installed in retail stores. So we're creating a network of those beacons, and our app will work with all the stores that are on that are on our beacon network. Right. So you're you're building up a network of uh, retail stores. I guess you're in the right location, being in Manhattan. Exactly. Uh, retail retail paradise. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and we're launching mainly in the Soho and the Fifth Avenue area. Right. Yeah. And, and how have you got on with 
uh, like negotiating with some of the, the stores to allow these devices in, in their stores. See, to be honest, there's no harm in the retailers having our beacons in their stores, right? In fact, it's only beneficial to them. We're promoting their products. In fact, they're promoting their own products. A lot of the shopping applications these days, uh, brands aren't able to maintain their image, right? So say, for example, there's some shopping applications out there that kind of spam users. And it gives, gives kind of a bad reputation to the brand because it feels like, you know, that brand is trying to spam the user when really it's the app that's doing it. It's a third-party application. Our app, on the other hand, doesn't do that. We ensure that the brand is able to maintain the image that they want to maintain within our app as well because they can fully customize their profile. They can fully customize the notifications that they send. So it's extremely beneficial for the retailers to sign on board with us. So, so Nevin, I'd love to, now we understand about your app yeah. and we understand about what you're trying to do. Uh, this is a show that helps inspire uh, the apps to tribe listening to this, the people that are currently listening in a work environment and desperately want to get involved in a startup or do their own thing. Yeah. T- tell us about yourself then. What uh, inspired you to pursue this idea and, and how did you manage to get it off the ground and almost funded? Are you funding it yourself or do you have funding to, to um, you know, really build up this idea. Yeah, so um, I'm funding it myself, and we've got a few few small investors as well. Um, but to be honest, you know, if you're asking, you're asking me to give advice, right? Yeah, we'd love to know. Should if I'm listening to, imagine I'm listening to this in a cubicle. You know, I'm commuting two hours a day to a job I don't like, yeah. and I want to do what you're doing because it sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. What would you say to that? I would say do it. It is by far the most motivational, best experience. You will learn significantly more working on a product of your own and creating business of your own than you do, at least I feel, in any job. Now, how scary is it as well? Because you're purchasing these iBeacons, I'm guessing, so it's not like a free you know, business model where you can just put an app up, build it yourself and not pay anybody to do it i'm guessing you have to make some investment in all the physical hardware yeah so beacons are extremely cheap they cost about 10 to 15 dollars per beacon so onboarding a store costs maybe 40 to 50 dollars per store so there's not an it's not a very capital intensive business it's more the fact that and then on top of that you know you're providing a service which retailers will pay for because you're going to be driving traffic to their store and increasing engagement with their products in their retail stores. Right. And, and so I really think then you're, you're actually, um, I'm guess getting paid up like almost up front before, um, the, uh, what getting, um, the app uh, launched. So, so you're getting the money from the clients beforehand. Um, so what we're doing right now is we're providing our services free of charge because we haven't launched yet. Once we launch at that time, we'll start charging our retail stores. Um, once we're a little bit into our launch, we'll start charging the retail stores at that point. But for now we're, we're funding the onboarding for the retailers. Nevin, this is genius. It's really genius <laughs> because you get them, you get them addicted exactly. to, uh, what you can do for and you know, them, and then you you take away the candy and think, hey, come on, you know, <laughs> pay up. <laughs> that will, we're gonna that will always be our model. We will never uh, we will never charge anyone until we've proven to them, you know, that we are driving sales or we're driving traffic into their store. We don't want to do that, right? We want to 
we want to show the value to them. We want to ensure that we we can help them, and only then will we charge them anything. Yeah, and how can you prove that you're driving traffic to their store or making purchases through this? What what's the mechanism for tracking? Yeah, so there's a few ways that we were. This is this is something that you know people who have been working in the beacon industry have been working on for quite some time, and it's a big challenge in the industry. Um, so what we're doing is we're able to track the number of promotions and offers and um, information that we send to users. So based on their their proximity to beacons, um, and then on top of that, what we're able to do is we're able to track the fact that they interact with beacon A when they enter the retail store, or sorry, when they walk by the retail store, they interact with beacon A. Then we're able to track the fact that they're walking past Beacon B as well, which Beacon B is located maybe inside the store. And then we're able to track the fact that they're walking into Beacon C, which is located near the checkout <laughs> checkout area. So we're able to see uh, their, see the fact that, you know, we are driving traffic from one area of their store to the next and hopefully to the checkout area. Right. I think this will be really helpful to me and people listening to try and figure out a case study of the typical use so, so uh, I'm imagining now I'm walking down the streets of Manhattan. Yeah. I have already installed the app through some promotion. I know that I will be getting promotional messages from this app, maybe some money off uh, if I happen to walk past somewhere that, that has installed the app. Uh, uh, sorry, it has a partnership with you. Yeah. So I'm walking past, oh, let's just say, I don't know, Starbucks or um yeah, would I, Starbucks, would that be a coffee shop? Would that yeah. be good? Yeah, I mean, right now we're targeting only retail clothing stores. But yeah, in the future, we have a plan to grow into restaurants, coffee shops, everything. Yeah. Okay, so so at the moment, I'm home in New York, and I, I, you know through Facebook ads or whatever, I, I buy clothes. Yeah. Right? Yep. Uh, and so I've downloaded your app with the like assumption that I'm going to be getting like notified and then I'm out on the streets in New York walking around and I happen to go past um, uh, uh, Nike or I don't know, whatever the like company yeah. is, say selling, selling clothes. I get outside the shop a push notification. My, my, my phone vibrates or my watch then vibrates or whatever. Exactly. And I look at it and it's saying, hey, if you come in the store, you get 10% discount on uh, the T-shirts today. Yep. Yeah. So I walk into the store, uh, I go to where the t-shirts are, I then, what, what happens next? So there are a few things you can do at that point. Either you can open the promotion and you'll see the promotion, you can redeem it however the retailer set it up, or you can open the app and you'll see on a page called the Around Me page, you'll see all the beacons that are in that store, you'll see a list of promotions that are associated with each one. So say, for example, you're standing in the men's shoes section and there's a special sale or special promotion going on in men's shoes. You'll see that information within our application. And it won't send you... And oh, as you're right. walking through the store, because we don't want to overwhelm our users with you know 10 promotions as they're walking through one store, we've got the Around Me page. So once you get the first promotion, you open the app and you see the remaining other ones that are near you. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm actually thinking that this is getting pretty close to that film called Minority Report, where <laughs> you are, uh, you know, you're targeting people because you know their history from their Facebook. You know, I buy T-shirts. 
So I, I happen to get a t-shirt promotion from all the promotions in the store. I go to the t-shirt uh, rack and see that there's 10% off. I pick up my t-shirt uh, and uh, go and sh show that to the counter and they redeem the 10% off and that's tracked and then the shop's happy because they got my, my money off me as I was just walking past. Yeah. This is cool. And, and anyone who's working in some kind of boring job, I mean, I'm going to just name some names, insurance, finance, you want to get in the space. It's just so innovative. Exactly. It is, it's like nothing else. There's no question about that. Uh, and, you know, in, in a way, like the stores are absolutely under a barrage of competition from online and they have to compete somehow. And this is maybe how they can. Exactly. That's the whole thing. Beacons are that change in the retail environment. They are what's going to drive that they are what's going to make the retail environment, you know, continue growing. It's going to add that the technology aspect of the online sale is now being added to the retail store. Yeah. And so you're, you're actually disrupting uh, and almost going, going back kind of to the retail and um, yeah, just being, a, uh, I guess, a disruptive app, but back into uh, bricks and mortar. Exactly. <laughs> of, uh, yeah. 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 We, uh, so our got, point is uh, like to a, eliminate sorry, the eliminate the showrooming effect. You know, we don't want people to walk in and then not have any incentive to buy. Right. We want them to make the purchase as well in the retail store. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say showroom effect, what you're saying is that because I do this all the time, I walk in and I see something, I think, oh, I need that. Then I scan it with the Amazon app and purchase it on Prime. It comes next day. Exactly. <laughs> And I get, yep. I get 20, 30% off exactly. that you're, you're taking that problem head on. Yeah, exactly. So essentially we Great. also have beacons within 250 malls across the U S. So the minute that a user walks into a mall, we're also able to target them. So this is awesome. Yeah. So, um, essentially our goal within malls is not only to eliminate the showrooming effect, but to also, um, in, on average, a user, or a customer who walks into a mall enters maybe one to two stores on average. Um, now, our goal is to increase that number to maybe three to four stores. If we can do that, our app is successful. Our platform is extremely successful. Well, Nevin, when you get to the point where you're expanding globally and you happen to go uh, to Dubai, I very much will like to help you. I uh, <laughs> spent a lot of time in Dubai. They have some of the world's most amazing malls. Yeah, absolutely, they the do. All of Dubai. So it's amazing. I can imagine. And their app sucks. It's terrible. Oh, really? Oh, it, it drives me insane. I hate it. Okay. I can't believe, you know, they spent billions on this mall yeah. and they have this really dreadful app. Yeah. So if anyone from the Dubai mall or the mall of the Emirates is listening, you need to do something, <laughs> to get, to get this technology. We'd be happy to help. <laughs> so I have a highly relevant sponsor for this show. It's called Gummy Cube. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E.com, Gummy Cube. And they are the world's best experts when it comes to app store optimization. Now, what they can do is help you answer these questions. What are the best keywords to target for your app? What's the best name for your app? What's the best description? You see, Apple and Google use those details to rank your app. So you need to be thinking about them. You need to be A-B split testing them and, and just doing a lot of work with App Store optimization. So to take the headache away from you, just go and use the world's best experts. 
and App Store optimization. That's Gummy Cube. So I want to thank Gummy Cube for being an awesome sponsor and just remind you that you can go to www.gummycube.com and go and check out what they can do for you. Thanks very much for supporting the show. So let me tell you about my fantastic sponsor called AppPress. Now they have been the highest upvoted product on Product Hunt for an app creation tool. They have so far, as I'm recording this, uh, 589 upvotes. And you know, it's great because you don't need to take my word for it. Let's just look at some of the comments that are being said about AppPress. Uh, Brent Summers says, looks awesome. What are some of the most popular consumer apps? And Grant Glass, the founder, says that several popular apps have been created using AppPress. We've got Nordstrom, Verizon Wireless, and if you want something fun, The Best Teaser by Tyson Cali. And uh, another comment here by Trey Sims, love it. This will lead to great democratization of beautiful interactive marketing, creative cam content campaigns. Liam says, love to play with this, like the concept already. So loads of people are loving AppPress, so what are you waiting for? Go to www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. And thank you very much to AppPress for sponsoring this show. <laughs> right, there's, um, uh, there's two things we need to do before we say goodbye to you. Uh, one is that we do try to give uh, the listeners, the apps to try uh, some ideas. Uh, we can do that. The best way of doing it, I've, I'm finding, is asking you whether you have any real pain points in the build-up to your launch. Anything that's frustrating, anything that's causing a bit of a headache, uh, and maybe we could explore that, and may maybe we could find a, a problem that also needs solving. So do you have any pain points in your business or, uh, right now? Um, you know, one thing that I have kind of realized is that when in developing our app, in... Um, in doing the sales and doing marketing and everything like that, there's so many different platforms that we're using. A method to kind of consolidate those would be brilliant and it would make everything much more convenient. Right. Uh, maybe we could like explore a little bit of what those platforms are that you, you're actually putting into your app. Yeah, absolutely. So we're using, for our development team, we're using software called Confluence. Um, to coordinate how the product looks, how the product acts, how the product uh, works. Um, and then to get some app feedback, we're using a different service uh, to get support through for the app. We're using a different service to get, um, what else? To send out emails to users. We're sending, we're using a different service. So all these different services are great, but they're not, interconnected very well to some extent they are but not completely some way to fully integrate these services would be would make life much easier yeah yeah there's a lot of uh, platforms coming online that help us as you say try to um to take small amounts of code put them in the app and then leverage off the platform so you know in terms of support yeah uh, re reviews i believe that's uh, the future of the app yeah. industry the integration Instead of yes, because we we don't want to code that into the app itself. We just want some service that's already doing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That is definitely the future of technology. And yeah. Okay. Well, there's the uh, idea for you listening. Uh, go and build something that integrates all these different platforms and uh, make uh, life a lot easier, uh, which is just <laughs> still pretty challenging. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, you know, there's no is, question about it. It's extremely challenging. <laughs>
well, Nevin, this is a show about apps and we'd love to know in like the final thing, uh, what is on your phone? One or two apps that you may have in your business or personal life that you think would be ones that we may not have come across before as a challenge for you. What, what's a cool app you could recommend? Um, are you talking about in terms of business or in terms of personal? Oh, maybe give us one of each. Uh, in terms of business, there's a brilliant app called Yesware, which tracks emails. It allows you to send emails that, you know, you can tell when someone clicks, uh, clicks a link on your email. You can tell as soon as someone opens it. You can send, it'll remind you when to send follow-up emails if someone forgets to reply, things like that. Um, and personal... I mean, I use. I think I'm one of the types of people who uses one of the bigger names, bigger named apps. You know, Snapchat, WhatsApp, Facebook, things like that. Um, off the top of my head, I cannot think of anything that I use. That's okay. Yeah, that I use other than you're in New York. You're in New York, and it's cool to have like you know those apps on your phone. I'm sure that uh, uh, you know Snapchat is uh, is a cool app for you. I still to this day. It, frustrates the hell out of me trying to understand how to snapchat but yeah <laughs> i'm just i need to use it there i need to use it day in day out i think you know what actually thinking about it a little bit more i really i found a really cool app called munchery and it's a uh, food delivery but it's uh it's food that's made in at home i think so it's not restaurant prepared i find it really difficult to go out for lunch every day and this kind of solves that problem Nevin, the beautiful thing about doing this show is that you have all these ideas and then you find out that they're being done. <laughs> I always thought that would be an amazing idea. Yeah. Because we know, I mean, the success I've just had with this app reaching, the, uh, I was involved in the launch of Fit Men Cook and uh, it reached number two in the paid app store. Now, the, the reason behind that is the, the fact that you cook on one day for the rest of the week so you don't have to worry about food. Okay. Uh, and so that's really popular. Yeah. Munchery is home-cooked food coming to you so you don't... Ha I mean, I think that whole market is is ripe for, you know... I believe it's home-cooked food. It, Yeah, I believe it's home-cooked food. Don't quote me on that, but I think it is. Uh, well, yeah. as long as it tastes like... I mean, you've eaten yeah. it, so it, must, it looks like home-cooked yeah. food. Maybe they, maybe it's mass-produced and then they put it into a it's nice uh, home-cooked... Nevin, this has been a terrific chat. Thank you very much for inspiring me and all the audience. I'm Absolutely. going to put all the links. Thank you very much for having me. The, yeah, all the links are going to be on the show notes, episode two, uh, 313. And just finally, how do people best reach out and connect with you? Um, my email is perfect. It's Nevin, N-E-V-I-N, at notifynearby.com. At notifynearby. And we love hearing Great. from all, everyone, everyone who's using our app. So please feel free. Yeah, how... how, how how best can we help you out then? Because this is this will be going live around about a week before you launch. I'm guessing yeah. just go and go and download the app. Yeah. It's going to be just an Apple app at this stage. I'm guessing. At this time, it's only an iOS app. Yes. Uh, yeah. Great. Yeah. Go and download the app. Yep. Notify nearby. The show notes. And the website's notifynearby.com. Check it out. Wonderful, Nevin. Thanks ever so much for coming. Thank on. you very and, much. Uh, all the best with the launch. Thank you. I appreciate it. Just to remind you that this show is sponsored by GummyCube. GummyCube are a big data company that are collecting data into DataCube, which is pulling data from the app stores, Google Play and the Apple App Store. So 
go and use an app store optimization company that is getting its data from the app stores and not from web searches, which do not relate really to what's going on in the app store. Go and check them out. It's www.gummycube.com. Thank you very much to Gummycube. They're just such a great supporter of this show. Just to remind you that I am sponsored by App Press and they are an app creation tool that will help you get native apps on the App Store code free. They are one of the most upvoted products on Product Hunt for app creation tools. And so that tells you everything you need to know. You can go and try it out for free by going to www.app-press.com. That's www.app-press.com. And thank you very much to App Press for continuing to support the show. So I've been reading out the reviews that you've been leaving me and we've made it up to this year. So starting uh, the 3rd of January, I had a, a review from a Canadian listener who says, awesome podcast, great podcast filled with information for app developers, easy listening to and easy to understand and helps a person get motivated. Thank you, Offs, O-F-F-S uh, from Canada. And then uh, UK, great info. Uh, Salt Earth. Paul is a top-notch guy and his podcast is extremely helpful. Thank you, Salt Earth from the UK. Uh, good stuff. Uh, urinal thought. Oh, dear. Uh, I really enjoyed the interview with Stacey Levine. It's fascinating to learn uh, about all the unique ways people are using QR codes, uh, especially in the areas of architecture and digital project design. Uh, we'll be doing a podcast on the gamification of politics. Oh, sorry. Will you be doing a podcast on the gamification of politics in the near future? You know, I'd love to. Uh, I don't think I'm going to have time for that, but thank you very much. Uh, urinal thought. Uh, how all tech podcasts should be. This is a US uh, left. He Ito five star. These are all five stars. Every single one five stars. It's great. A podcast that rocks with inspiration always engaging and fascinating interviews. Everyone who inspires to be an app entrepreneur should listen to this. Great stuff. Well, ironically, uh, I use great stuff in my email correspondence. Almost every email I've sent out over the last uh, several years has had the signature great stuff. It's one of my uh, things that I do. I love, um, I love, I kind of learned that from uh, my job in, in London, uh, just being motivated when sending out emails. Uh, lots to learn. I've been developing apps. Uh, this is uh, Imagine 10, uh, United States, uh, left 16th of January, 2015, five stars. I've been developing apps for myself uh, for a little under a year, but after I found this podcast, I realized that I still have a ton of stuff to learn. The truth is there is no better way than to learn through listening to people who have uh, had successes and failures and willing to share them. I am almost all the way through the episodes and I can't wait for Paul to make more. Subscribe to this podcast so he keeps going with it. Oh, thank you very much, uh, Imageton. Uh, just wonderful. Thank you very, very much. Uh, okay, let's get a few, uh, lots, uh, sorry, great info, United States, uh, Far Fin New Gen, Far Fin New Gen, uh, 16th of Jan, 2015, five stars US. As an entrepreneur that's trying to make my way into developing my own apps, the podcast has been in, in, an invaluable resource. I can't believe that this stuff is available for free. Paul is a great host and the interviews are wonderful. I'd recommend this podcast to anyone looking who, uh, to try and break into the industry. Well, Far Fin New Gen, 
I love your review. You have made my day. All of you, five stars. Uh, 16th of Jan, extremely well-prepared interviews. Well, David Palumi, uh, wouldn't you love to know behind the scenes? <laughs> You're from Nigeria. Uh, I listen to podcasts much more than music uh, or radio. I don't miss an episode of the App Guide podcast. It's one of my favorites. Such interesting interviews from amazing people whom I wouldn't normally get to hear about. Great stuff, Paul Kemp. Ah, well, great stuff. Again, there you go. David, thank you very much. Uh, so there you go I've squeezed in um, up to the 16th of Jan I'll keep going thank you very much for listening to this uh, episode and I'll get some more out uh, soon and I'll be sure to read out your review if you've left me one this year uh, in another episode bye for now